Transformation Tuesday. I want to forewarn you that our conversation today is going to be gut punching. And that's what I'm striving for today. We are going to talk about abusers. We're going to talk about being abused. We're going to help you to identify between the two. So I want anyone who's listening to this first off to realize that you are not alone. You're not alone. Statistics has shown that Abuse in the home has increased by far as time changes. Time gets harder for whatever reasons, for various reasons. We want you to be able to ask yourself some questions. And we'll talk about that. I'm thankful to be a wellness coach. You know, we used to use the word life coach. But I say wellness because it helps you to appreciate being well. Are you well? Getting well and staying well. Now, we do that for Wednesday wellness, but I felt such an urgency to be able to bring you a podcast that is affecting everyone who listens to us. And so we talk about things that people hide or people give labels to, whatever the cause. But with live talk, because we deal with the emotions, we deal with real feelings we want for you to identify true feelings we are here today won't you join us as you come in please let us know where you're from where you're listening from and i want to say thank you thank you for being here to join our 
acceptance of being abused is one of serious concern. I'm going to talk to the abuser and the abuse victim. Good morning. Good morning. Pardon me. No glasses today. And uh, where are you from? Where are you from? And we are hoping to have our audience participate. Welcome. We're live on Facebook. You can also find us on our Facing the Lions podcast. Live talk, Facing the Lion. I'm going to write that. Thank you for joining us. We are here. We're so glad that you have made it today. I'm thankful for the uh, massage that I got yesterday. I'm so thankful for that. I have been dealing with some physical pain. And I went to a new masseuse, and I really like it. So I want to say hats off to the massage place that I went to beginning of healing my physical body. Thank you so much for an amazing job. So, shall we get right into our discussion? I think so. Let's talk. If it is your first time being Live Talk, Facing the Lions podcast, we welcome you. We thank you so much for the opportunity to help you to help yourself. We're so grateful for you. As you know, when we get on live, you're on our Facebook page. What we do is we're able to help you identify. Today we're talking about abuse. Our right top question, though, is, is going to be, have you ever been in an abusive relationship? Why do we ask questions like that? Because we'll help you to understand why you may be in that and what you need to do if you want to do anything. So we're going to help you to identify things that you may not recognize, things you may not recognize. Good morning for those who are coming in. We are discussing uh, abusers and abuse victims. 
Thank you for coming in. And we hope that you'll join us. By the way, we are on Spotify. And your favorite podcast, wherever you listen to them. Wherever you you listen to them. So we want to say thank you to them. Thank you for hosting our podcast because we feel it's important enough to talk about. How many times have you seen someone make an excuse for being abused or being abused or being an abuser and they call it something else. Well, today we're going to get some clarity. When we talk about this first, I want to share a very important number. Let's get there quickly. Uh, For the National Domestic Violence Hotline number, we want any and all who need this number to be able to contact, contact this number. It is 1-800-799-SAFE. 1-800-799-SAFE. We're going to put that in the podcast that is yours truly. Because we never know who is listening when we're speaking. one 800 And it is for domestic violence. We want you to have the number. We want to make sure... that you get the help that you need. During today's podcast and after today's podcast, we want to make sure that you have that. Good morning to you once again. Oh, let's talk. As a wellness coach, I speak to many people. And during that time that I'm speaking to many people, we have what is called interventions. And can I tell you something? Some of these interventions aren't even planned for. They happen in the law. And I want to tell you some scenarios that I've been through, some situations. 
scenarios of where things are taking place, literally. Did you hear me? Come a little closer, where things are taking place, literally. Right in the moment. Such case happened recently. And while being in that situation, I asked the person, why? Why are they allowing themselves to be victimized? Do you know what their answer was? Because this person has mental illness because they have because 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 now in the background you see circles and i usually give these uh, healing projects to help you think about it so i'm going to assign it today because this is such a special program i want you to draw your circles whatever color you want to use after you draw the abuser or the word abuser or abuser and then I want you to draw abuse and I want you to fill in words and every time you fill in words they should be in a circle got it to pause for a moment because I know that this is going to touch on the hearts and minds of so many people and that's why we want to get it out there. If you are in an abusive relationship, continue to ask yourself why do you stay? See, the important thing is not for me to ask you, but when I ask you that, I'm helping you to reflect, to question yourself. Why do you stay? Because it's one thing for friends or family members to, to tell you that it's toxic, it's unhealthy, it's not going to get better. And so what do they do? They stay. People that are abused people have to acknowledge have to assert good morning, have to assert they're being abused. One of the things that I did during the live intervention, and it was not set up, is to help to bring awareness to the situation. Because it's just not a one-time thing. Repeatedly, if a person says that they have an unhealthy relationship, they have an unhealthy relationship, and they're saying, this is what happens, this is what has occurred. You know what's important? That they recognize that first off, they're in that 
relationship. Come on, Corsa. They must recognize that they themselves are in abusive relationships. I can say it all day long. I'm going to talk to the abuser. To be awakened to awareness is a start. If you're claiming victim, you must be aware that something is happening to you. And then you must be aware that I'm not going to put up with it. Are you coming in live? Please and thank you. you yeah, there you go. Thank you so much. If you are. There you go. Good morning. Good morning. So now, as we proceed, we're talking about abuser. Abuse. Because we're going to notice something in ourselves. Awareness, acknowledgement. And yes, the acceptance part of yes, I claim that. Yes, I am being that. Yes, I have had that happen to me. You say yes. One of your circles that you're going to draw today should be yes. If it's you. Now we know that it's going to take honesty. So if you're ready to be honest, today's your day to make that transformation on this Transformation Tuesday. And it's been happening for a while. We ask that you do what? We ask that you take a closer look at yourself. So we're going to start with the abusers. In the intervention that was not set up, by any means, the person was being told that they, in fact, are repeating history to the abuse. That's what the abuser said. And started acting extremely jealous, extremely out of control. And usually, when they don't get their way, very manipulative. True story. In the midst of, of this happening, I later found out that conversations were being recorded for the person, but the person said to me for the very first time, you will have to text me. You will have to text me. And I thought, what? They began to explain to me why they had to text in their home because they were being recorded by the abused or the abuser? I'm talking to the abusers. Let's look for red flags. You know, most of the time when you are given any kind of a scenario, any kind of a real life situation, you are not to overreact. 
But when it happens to be people that are close to you, how could you know? To be found out that someone is recording your conversation. We record here, by the way, but we don't record our personal one-on-ones. Why? Because we respect one another. So I said, are you being recorded all the time in your house when the abuser is not there? Well, no. Or, or no, this just started. But you see, they didn't acknowledge. They brought awareness, but they didn't hear themselves. Because in the conversation, they said, I asked them, has this gotten any better? Oh, yeah, the abuser, I'm talking to you, the abuser, said, or he's gotten help. She's gotten help. The abuser could be he or she. You've gotten help. You've sought professional help. You've reached out. You're taking all your medications. Can I tell you something? Sometimes abuse does not require medication. It is what it is. Today, we're going to get to it. And if it God punches you, well, maybe it's going to help you to get out of toxicity. Because in a relationship, it takes two. And if you're staying in that relationship, you must ask yourself why. That should be another circle. You're connecting circles, you know, like connecting the dots so that you can look at your Tuesday transformation and decide for yourself if you want to change it. So my question to you is, abuser, do you want to change it? Because some of us walk around pretending as if nothing is happening, but then on the sideline because you're afraid of the repercussion of the abuser, I'm talking to you, reaction. So you give it a name and you slap a Band-Aid and you say, that's, that's, mental illness. I said, no, call it what it is. That's abuse and control. Anytime you're being recorded in your own house. We can go around and around and around. I want every person who is in a toxic relationship to really think about this. Why? Because I've been in a toxic relationship. More. You have choices. You are not left without power. You must have the mindset to want to change. You've got to ask yourself in the little circle that you're drawing today, why? But first, if you can't identify what an abuser is, if you're being abused, today is the day that we're going to help you think about your change. Today's the day. We're going through Trisha me, as you know, interact anytime. I am what that 
because some of us are silent sufferers. Why? Because we need to address. We need to address the circle that you're drawing today. Like I said, usually this is an assignment that I would do for a Wednesday wellness. But I think it deserves some attention today because of impact that it had on me. Impact. So, we say, what is an abuser? You ready for more circles? If you're having any of this, we want you to draw a circle. We first want you to name your abuse. We're talking to you as an abuser as well. If you are responsible enough to say, yes, I've been that way, and I claim it, and I have done much personal work, we're talking to you today. I want you to add circles to ask yourself if any of these have happened to you. I want you to draw a circle for everything that I will name. Intimidation. And then after you draw your circle, I want you to put whichever one fits your Cinderella slipper. Coercion. Ridiculing. Harassment. Treating an adult like a child. Isolating an adult family or friends, regular activity, use of silence to control behavior, yelling and, and cursing, uh, causing mental distress. If you even have come up with one today in your circle, in your bubble, I ask that you think about making a change. Now, some of you are going to say, it's not that easy, Miss Nisi. And I'm going to say, what value do you place on yourself? Again, that's a why. What value do you place on yourself? You're going to keep letting it happen. You're going to make excuses. Because that's exactly what happened, making excuses. Yet you realize that you're uncomfortable in the relationship, no matter who you are, what you are, because you start feeling guilty. The first sign was to help the person to realize that they had an abuser. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you're it's your cousin. You put a name. That's what I want you to do today. Who is your abuser? I want you to put the name there. 
was also told the story, a real life story of someone who had been molested for many years. And wasn't allowed to speak about it. If that is you, I want you to put that person's name of the abuser. If there's more than one, put the names down. It's going to be gut-wrenching today because we need to identify and stop making excuses. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? We must ask ourselves. So, when it talks about warning the signs, here's what the person said. Extreme jealousy. Maybe that's not your scenario. Maybe it's a person's unpredictability. I mean, when we start not being able to talk in our own house and we are being recorded in our own house and you have to say, text me because I don't want to cause any waves. We ask of you to speak, speak and speak up. Because until you recognize that you are being abused, no one can help you. There's no pill. There's no professional help until you recognize that you need the help. In another bubble or circle, I'd like you to write the word help. And who do you want most to help? Because sometimes, you know what happens? We want to help the abuser. Rather than help ourselves being abused. You know, we say things like, I shouldn't have done that. Little scenarios, ladies and gentlemen. It's my fault. Because as I was in the intervention that I had no idea I was even going to be involved in, they began to say to me that I was mad at them. Right after they said that person has mental illness. I said, no, whenever they're not acting like they act with you in private, they know when to put on and to protect. I'm talking to you, the abuser. We need, as a people, as a human, to stop being victims of the people that abuse us, that take advantage of our vulnerability, our kindness, our love, because can I awaken you to awareness? That, ladies and gentlemen, 
is not love. Why are we getting this confused with love? Who told you that that's love? This is why it's so important to love ourselves. Anybody can be an abuser. All groups, culture, religion, background, any color, anybody, your neighbor, your friends, relatives, co-workers, please understand. You are not alone. You know, they are the type of people, and we're talking to abusers, that know that they have the problem. That's why they do it in secret. See, because a person that's not aware of it, they're going to do it at any time, any place. See, they don't put on the good suit or the good dress to perform in front of people and then in private take those off and become monstrous you heard me monstrous because that power and don't forget it's all about power it's all about who they pick to prey upon to say that's going to be my abuser. In the situation last night, there was a young child. Do you know what that child asked me? What did I do? <clears throat> I need a minute. you think that your abuser doesn't know what he's doing, first word is affecting other people. If you're in a family and this is going on, you affect other people, you abuse it. You're affecting other people. That young boy believed that he was the cause of what was going on. As he was doing some kid things, some child things, why would a young child take that on and the abuser not run to him and say, no, it's not you, it's me. Because after all, he wasn't in any part of this conversation. He listened. You see, that's what we do to the people or for the people. We bandage it. And they keep affecting other people. 
and I wanted to help the person understand to stop equating that to mental illness. There is no cause to abuse and hurt anyone. I don't care what background they come from. What the person is doing is learned behavior. Learned. And affecting other people. So you're going to stay in the relationship with your bubble. And my question, my next bubble for you is, when are you going to stop this? Trish, do you have anything you'd like to add, please? And thank you. Go ahead and cut right in. Are you there? Oh, yeah. There you go. Sorry about that. I'm here. It's just uh, a lot. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting this to be the topic of the day. Um, but it's... It needs to be talked about, though. Mm-hmm. It needs to be expressed because, you know, a lot of people are afraid to express that they were abused. And, mm-hmm. you know, the abuser is always in denial and they say they don't do anything and they think it's normal. But they they know it's not normal. But they continue to do it anyway. And that's when it becomes abuse because you know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But you continue to do it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like that's what people need to understand. You mm-hmm. know, like they need to look for signs. If it becomes a pattern, yeah, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and that's all I have to say so far. Love it. I want you to step in anytime. I know this is a powerful subject, but you know, my co-host said something very amazing. It's something that we need to talk about. Because what I felt in the room was fear from a young to an older person. Go ahead, Trish. I saw your light. I was going to say, my mom said she wants to say something. She's listening this morning. I want her to. Go ahead. She did no, needs no permission. Uh, good rest of the morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, I was listening to what you were saying, and um, to be very relevant about you know the topic. Um, one, when you say to notice the signs, like how Chris said, when you just see a little small, you know. Uh, you know, moments of someone, you know, being abusive or, you know, it can be, it can be an abusive in being mental mm-hmm. and it could be physical, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what you try your best to do is, you know, either you can wait till the person calm down or you can just right away address it. Because really, you don't know what the outcome is going to be. If you address it, is the person going to, you know, jump at me or, or the person going to listen? So the right thing is, I'm a Christian, pray over it. 
and mm-hmm. ask God to show you what to do in that moment because mm-hmm. nobody really knows a person until you really get to know them and sometimes when you get to know someone you still really don't know them mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what you do is like I said address it right away don't wait say oh he or she just you know, that's the guy was brushing off. Mm-hmm. It's best to, like I said, address it. And then, it, to me, it won't turn into a, an abusive thing because it will help the person to say, you know what, I was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I should, because you never know, your anger can really get out of control. Absolutely. And that's the reason why they got, you know, anger management. But it shouldn't be yourself being in control because you were created by God and he shows us how to do So important. Thank you for that. And that's where we're going today to talk about those things. See, because in what our audience member just said, my mind went back to that in the intervention to say this has gotten out of control because now you know when i hear a person oh he's gotten better she's gotten better i said by what means i said let's even take a small part of this i said and the small part of it is to ask yourself a question if you think it's gotten better what has happened in the last year's time. Let's even go back a year's time. Did you have video cameras watching everything you do? Every person that comes in and then they cover it and lie and say, oh, this is for your grandchild because we don't, why do you need to record that? So I stopped because here, here's how I am. See, in my personal life, If I love you, I'm not going to fake like I says, I'm not going to give that person a pass. You're being controlled by those cameras watching you. You're being controlled. Not only are you being controlled, but that's the starting of abuse. How did it get this far? Because now years, times pass versus when you say, they're a lot better than they were two years ago. No, I said, no, in fact, honey, they've got the quarters in their house watching your every move. So now, let's talk about this, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we need to. We need to address it, as our audience members said. We appreciate that. Addressing that before it gets out of hand. You know, uh, many abusers may feel powerless. They are internally feeling inadequate. Not feeling sure of themselves. So, what do they do with the behavioral part of it? 
they blame it on circumstance. Circumstance. It's always a reason. It's always a reason. And here's what we do as enablers. You know what we say? Well, it's okay that you act that way. Why do we say that? Because you know what the abuser does? Here it is. I want you to put this in a bubble today, your circle. I'm sorry. And you know what they begin to do? Rationalize. Notice the word rationalize. This is how they know what they're doing. I shouldn't have acted that way. I shouldn't have done that. How many times are we going to accept? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I'm asking you today. And I'm talking to the abuser. To stand accountable. For all the abuse that you caused. For all the broken hearts. And the broken homes. Because here's what happens. People start to change. And they start to say. I want out of this relationship. That was the other thing that I said. People will have to make their choices. Whatever you believe. Whatever you feel. I can't make that choice. But when you get tired, there's the win again. You might need to add a little circle. When you get tired and you get sick of it, you know what you start doing? You start to rationalize. Why am I in this relationship? I've been in this relationship for 20 years. That's normal. Trish talked about that. Normalizing. We normalize and we start to believe that there is something wrong with us while the abuser continues in his past of pattern. I refuse to give you, the abuser, a pass to pattern. Our audience member hit it right on the head when she said to address it. Take your power back. To any person that has been a victim of abuse. We know you're out there. We know you're there. Take your power back. How do you do it? Our audience member has told us. Address it as it happens. Because it gets out of control and it spirals out of control. Something's going to blow. Something's got to give. And you know what it is going to depend on? You, the person that it's happening. I can't tell you what to do. I can discuss it in this kind of form, but I'm not going to help you decide. That's why we have this podcast. To help you to know what 
you must do. Good morning. Please tell us where you are listening in from. And thank you for joining us. We are live. We're talking about abuse. Our five-top question today is, have you ever been abused? Just flat out. But now, blaming others. Blaming others. I, I had a bad day. I'm stressed. And there they go, wearing their best dress up. Being pleasant. Nobody knows that they act that way until you see it in the flesh. And that's what happens. They're nice people to the outside people and the inside people. And the, the person being abused says they act like that to only me. First sign, second sign of abuse. You're being abused because if they're doing it to you only. And you recognize it? Oh, no. You've been awakened to your awareness. When you can admit they're abusing me. You don't ask questions like some powerless person. You have a right. You have a right to ask the question. So now we're going to talk about their possessiveness. Possessiveness. Owning something, you know, how many of us own cars? Or you own something, you know, a cat, a dog. Uh, you might own a piece of property. Can I tell you something? Nobody owns a person. I am a person that I'm not to be owned. You don't own me. I am creative. A creation from Jehovah God. Even though he has created us, he doesn't treat us possessively. We are a free people. No one can talk that. You know, people have bad tempers, verbal abuse. Their behavior is so outlandish that they call you every five minutes just to see where you are. If you are mistrusting that person who is being the abused, maybe you ought to ask yourself as an abuser why you have to do that. Distrust. We're going to talk about signs of abuse. We're all adults here. Some of us, as abusers, force sex upon 
their partners were unwilling to engage in sexual activity. I want you to hear me closely. We sabotage people. We don't honor them. You see, it is not love. We blame our victim because they know who to pick and they know who not to pick. We blame them for anything that happens. Control of any and everything. Good morning and welcome. Where are you listening in from? And thank you. Uh, is it Kamadi or Kamadi? Demeaning the abused. I'm going to leave the word victim out. And I ask that you do too because you're not a victim unless you allow yourself to be. Someone demeaning you in private or in public. Humiliation. Harassment. Humiliation. So we want you to use, if you think that you need to reach out, we're going to leave a number. Uh, 1-800-SAFE. Or, uh, excuse me, 1-800-799-SAFE. Uh, I have put the number here. Uh, on our Facebook page, 1-800-799-7233. If you feel that you have any signs of, of, of this type of situation, I want you to know, once again, you're not alone. We need to talk about this in order for anyone to recognize that they want to change it. That they that they need to change it. Now, we're talking about abuse, but let's talk about um, emotional abuse. Because there are different spectrums of abuse. There are different spectrums, and we want to be able to talk about them. What are the spectrums? Emotional abuse. That can be in your circle that you are writing. Uh, being very manipulative. Oftentimes dismissing your feelings. Repeatedly, we're not talking about one time because I think we've all done that dismissed feelings, especially our own. But now we're talking about emotions and feelings, and you know, that's the thing that we talk about 
is our universe. We're going to get into emotional abuse. What is it? We need to really reflect on it. In your bubble should be conflict. Conflict is always going to come up in any normal relationship. When you have conflict, you're able to identify your emotions. Why? Because they are expressed. And you're able to identify the pinpoint of the issue. So conflict is not a bad thing. It's just that something that's come up. You will bump in the road. So now we're talking about emotional abuse. See, you don't need a fist to hit you to know that you've been hurt. But now, emotional abuse is non-physical. Belittling a person, verbal threats, of the victim or not victim, because I want to lose that word. Let's cross it off because you're not a victim. When you don't allow yourself to be victimized, remember that. I always want you guys to remember that. You're only a victim when you allow yourself. Thank you so much, Juice the Kid. Thank you. This is your podcast. Please stay with us. We'd love to help you this morning. Help yourself. Stay with us. You'll find out. Thank you for that. Where are you listening in from, please, and thank you. Where are you listening in from? Virginia, thank you. So now we're going to be talking about your and your question. So stay with us. How many times have you felt threatened, ashamed, or disregarded? Anybody? How many times have you felt threatened, ashamed, or disregarded? Anybody? See, that's the in, and if that happens, you said you've been dealing with uh, PTSD and depression. Are you getting help for that? Because we encourage you to talk to a professional. Talk to someone you trust. 